In this episode of Speak Out and Play, I will discuss the state of the wargaming hobby, talk about the Warfighter Universal Rulebook, tell you what is happening with my channel, and pat myself on the back. All this and more on Speak Out and Play. Hello and welcome to the first Speak Out and Play podcast for the year 2024. This is the start of Season 2, and I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas and a Happy New Year. And now that we're firmly settled into the midwinter doldrums before the warm rays of spring arrive, it's time to make some changes at this here Speak Out and Play, starting by shaking up how I present the topics. Is Wargaming Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise? Over the past few months, I've seen videos and comments about the state of wargaming on various YouTube channels, most notably the question, is wargaming dying? And in the spirit of being a contrarian, I decided to ask the reverse question instead. Now, I'm limiting my comments to the card and board wargaming, or print wargaming as I sometimes call it, and that term will be used back and forth in this piece. I'm not including miniature wargaming, which I consider to be a cousin to print wargaming. Uh, in other words, they're in the same family, but they're in different households. So what happens in one house is different than what happens in the other. And if you have cousins like mine, the differences can be quite substantial. Admittedly, the information that we have as consumers in the card and board wargaming hobby is limited. Uh, we do not have annual sales figures from companies like GMT, Compass, DVG, and the like. Nor do we get accurate attendance records from many of the tournaments that host wargaming events. However, we do have some information available that allows me to make an educated guess as to what is happening in the hobby today. So let's get to it. Is Wargaming dying? No. Is Wargaming on a significant downward trend? No. Is Wargaming growing significantly? No. The truth is, from all the available evidence that I can see, uh, the card and board Wargaming world is about the same as it was five to ten years ago. It's probably grown a little, maybe like 2 to 3% each year, which kind of fluctuates from year to year. But I have yet to see any considerable growth or shrinkage in the hobby itself. So what do I base my opinion on the current state of Wargaming on? First, if there had been any major changes in the card and board Wargaming hobby, we would see it in the companies themselves. We would see well-established companies folding or turning their attention to other markets, such as role-playing or general board games, if the trend was going downward. Uh, we'd see fewer general board game and RPG companies making games with wargaming topics, because when profits shrink considerably, companies will go somewhere else. Conversely, if there was significant growth, we would see established companies expanding their personnel particularly in marketing, because with greater growth comes greater competition, which means that you need salespeople and experienced marketers to grab a larger share of a growing customer base. Because these new people don't know who you are. So to make sure they find out, you have to tell them through advertising, expanding your social media presence, and the like. Uh, you would also see significant expansions produced for popular titles and games that 
reflect the highly successful titles that are being produced. You would also see a spike in new companies producing print war games because when someone discovers gold, you can bet there's a lot of people grabbing shovels and pickaxes and rushing to the scene. Neither trend seems to be happening. So that tells me that everything is roughly the same as it has been for some time. In other words, there hasn't been any great fluctuation one way or the other over the past several years. What does seem to be happening is that more war games are being produced, but that is not necessarily a sign of significant growth. It can also be a sign that the sales window or shelf life of new games is shrinking, which means that more companies are producing more titles to make the same amount of profits that they did with fewer titles a few years ago. In other words, they're running to stand still. Now, this may be a temporary situation and not a long-term trend. When you take into account the current state of the economy, that might be expected. However, if it does keep up for a few years, then you might see some established companies start to either shrink or just go out of business altogether. But I'm not saying that's going to happen. That's just one of the possibilities. The fact that new people are coming into the hobby is nothing new. There is always a turnover rate of people coming in and people leaving the hobby, no matter its current state. Uh, what would be significant is if we see plenty of younger people, particularly under the age of 25, creating YouTube channels dedicated to card and board wargaming. But that doesn't really seem to be happening either, at least not at any greater rate than there was before. And since young people video themselves doing everything, if they were interested in print wargaming, we would see the channels, blogs, and podcasts popping up right and left. So we are where we are. There's nothing to get all that excited or all that terrified about, uh, which means that wargaming is healthy, wealthy, and wise, at least for the foreseeable future. In today's Warfighter Corner, I would like to talk about the parting of our dear friend, the Universal Rulebook. Uh, as of Warfighter Vietnam, which is going to press soon, if it hasn't already by the time you hear this podcast, DVG is switching away from the Universal Rulebook and embracing dedicated rulebooks for each core set. Of course, the announcement came right after I made a video dedicated to the Universal Rulebook, so my timing, it seems, is as impeccable as ever. Now, the Universal Rulebook will still be around both for those who have purchased core sets already and for those who purchase core sets in which the Universal Rulebook still exists in the near future. And while I do applaud the change, I will say that as a reference guide, the Universal Rulebook does carry a few advantages. Because, you know, let's face it, rulebooks are expected to do two things. Teach the game and answer questions. The Universal Rulebook, in my view, does an okay job of the latter. I've been able to find answers to questions, mostly within a minute of searching for them. Uh, usually these are questions from the DVG Facebook pages in which people come on there to ask questions about particular situations. And I just pop up the rulebook, which I have uh, on a PDF file, uh, search for it, and I'd say nine out of ten times it's there within a minute. But as far as teaching the game goes, that's where the Universal Rulebook does fall short. It's not that the game itself is all that complicated, but it is the combination of unique rules and lots of keywords that make it difficult for new players to grasp the system that quickly. 
So if you have questions about the game, the best place to go is the DVG Warfighter Facebook page. There are people like me, and most often smarter than me, who will answer your questions. You can always ask me through my YouTube channel in the comments on my latest Warfighter video, or through my Seek Out and Play Facebook and X pages. So, now that I've talked about that, let's uh, talk about what's in the works for Seek Out and Play. In the past, January has been a quiet month. Normally, I'm recovering from the previous year, and I do everything possible to keep the workload on this channel to a minimum. So, of course, I'm screwing that all up this month by starting my fall 2024 videos. Uh, the goal is to have the fall completed by the Ides of March, which seems so appropriate. Now, that doesn't mean I'll take the spring and summer off in terms of making new videos. As I have in the past, I tend to make one or two new videos each month to cover games that I have recently received or talk about subjects that need immediate attention. Uh, in this case, I'm planning on making three to four videos a month and not limit my video production to the late fall and winter months. Now, whether that actually happens, like my commitment to more exercise and a better diet, uh, that remains to be seen. My goal for the channel is to broaden out the topics of each video while maintaining the same focus on the card and war board wargaming world. In other words, fewer videos about highly specific subjects such as a particular optional rule for a game and more videos about the games themselves, either single games or a line of games or a specific line of topics. I've done this somewhat with my personal essay series where I talk about kind of general gaming terms. And so I'm going to be making more videos that at least are broader. So instead of like optional rule 14.2-3.7, it will be more along the lines of, hey, this game can do this and talking more in general terms about that. So that way it broadens out the interest. So instead of like two people who are really interested in that optional rule, then hopefully I can appeal to more people who might be interested in the game and, hey, that's what this exists in this particular game or on that particular topic. I'm even reformatting the podcast so that it starts with the main topic of discussion about some popular subject or at least a discussable subject and not just about me. I like talking about me just as much as, I, as other people like talking about themselves, I suppose, maybe even to a greater degree. But for this podcast, I'd like to open the discussion with bigger subjects first. And if the main reason is to get more attention to my YouTube and podcast channels, then so be it. Uh, I'm shameless when it comes to uh, promoting what I do, and I would love it if more people participated and if broadening out the topics and starting with something like, hey, is wargaming healthy, wealthy, and wise? That's a good way to do it. Then by golly, I'm going to be on that train. So anyway, uh, off that train and more about me, in terms of video production, I've added a new mic stand that will act as an additional light stand replacing the kind of wonky tripod duct tape bungee cord nightmare that I've been using. Uh, my hope is it'll make it easier to put a spotlight when I put games, pieces, and objects on video. So that way, I hope to improve the quality of the video that I'm making. And I'm also hoping to improve the speed in which I make the videos because making videos can be quite tedious, you know. And so... Maybe you don't know, but uh, it is quite 
tedious process. So what I do is try to find anything that can shorten it, even by a few seconds. And so adding this mic stand, which is really versatile, uh, means that I can put my flashlight on it and I can quickly move it, aim it, and then start the video maybe five seconds sooner. You know, and that doesn't sound like much, but that adds up over time. And so that's uh, that's one of the things I've been doing. Also, I went to Walmart and I spent a few bucks and I got a cheap background light. Uh, thanks to a couple of blue gels, that light will create a blue streak across the background, much like you've seen before. In fact, you probably will not notice much of a difference in the videos that are going to come out later this year as compared to the ones that are coming out now. But uh, the light's going to come from another direction, and it's going to be, you know, it's there to kind of separate the background from what's on the table. And it's like I said, it's a little thing, but it's it's pretty important, and I thought it was worth like 5 or $6 to get that light. So, hey, why not? I'm one of those big spenders, so what can I say? What that means is, is that the real studio light that I have been using as a background light, and it's a light that is dimmable. In other words, I can make it you know, really soft or really bright. Uh, I can use that to help light up the table and add more color and brightness to what I'm shooting. Because one of the nagging issues that uh, I've had with my videos, especially in the past couple of years, is that some of the shots wind up being too dark. And in being too dark, in my opinion, now I haven't noticed many comments on that, but I see it. And it's one of those things that I don't see when I'm shooting it in the camera. And then I put it on my monitor and uh, I start kicking the desk when I, when I make my edits. And it's like, oh, I got to go back and shoot it again. So, uh, but sometimes those shots get through. Sometimes I don't really notice it. So having another light on the table to highlight what I'm shooting helps me and I know it helps you because you want to see what I'm talking about. So that's uh, hopefully going to be a change that's going to stick and I'm looking forward to that. And speaking of me, because I like talking about me and my channel, here is what is coming up for February 2024 on Seek Out and Play. For the first Wednesday of February 2024, Seek Out and Play presents Thermopylae. Let's get started. The video covers how to play the game so you can get started right away. I also cover a little of the background of the battle and show the components and cards so you can get a better understanding of the game subject. Thermopylae The Hot Gates is part of the Heroic Stand series by DVG, which includes other famous stands in history that currently include the Alamo and Rourke's Drift. The game system is designed for ease of play while creating a tense struggle for one or more players. For the second Wednesday of February 2024, Seek Out and Play presents DVG's Warfighter World War II Expansion No. 69, Long Range Desert Group, a short unboxing video that showcases the cards included in the set. The video covers each type of card and gives a brief description of what the cards do. This includes soldiers, weapons, skills, equipment, missions, objectives, locations, and the hostile anti-vehicle cards. The Long Range Desert Group is one of the expansions dedicated to the Warfighter Corps set, North Africa. Each expansion is designed to augment the soldiers, equipment, gear, missions, locations, and objectives in the game. 
For the third Wednesday of February 2024, Seek Out and Play presents a short video describing the combat examples found in Undaunted, Battle of Britain by Osprey Games. The video covers the combat rules for aircraft, anti-air, and bombing runs. The video uses the rules found in the game to explain the different situations. Undaunted Battle of Britain is currently the latest iteration of the famed Undaunted series. All games in the series use the same basic rule set, but each has a dedicated rulebook so you can learn the game quickly and easily. Catch more videos about the Battle of Britain and other games in the Undaunted series when you visit the Seek Out and Play YouTube channel. A new video is released every Wednesday. Check out my Facebook and X pages for updates and new video releases. Plus, if you want to support the channel, I have a Patreon page as well. Seek Out and Play releases a new video each week, so I will see you next Wednesday. Keep going forward. Start your own YouTube channel. Because it takes me forever to learn about new things, uh, I discovered something on my YouTube channel. I finally hit the mentions button on my Seek Out and Play content or comment and dashboard. If you have your own YouTube channel, you have a dashboard in which you load up your videos. It does analytics. It does all that kind of stuff. And anyway, one of the things on there is mentions. And that means anytime your channel is mentioned in the description of a video, uh, it'll, it'll show up there. So I looked at that and I said, well, I haven't hit that one yet. So I hit that and I discovered, and what I discovered was that this podcast played a role in helping Scott Poulter start his Poltergeist board games channel. Now I, I could not be more thrilled in knowing that more people are creating their own YouTube channels to bring more voices to our hobby. And that's what's important. I mean, whether you focus a little or a lot on the card and board wargaming niche, creating a YouTube channel and expressing your voice is what makes our hobby come alive. And don't worry about how it looks, what you sound like, or if you feel that the video is not quite what you want it to be. Because remember that everyone with a YouTube channel even those who right now have millions of subscribers. They all started at the same place with zero views and zero subscribers. You're going to figure it all out, and everything is just going to be fine. So don't worry about it. Now, one caveat to that. If you have your dirty laundry in the shot, please move it. And yes, I've seen videos of people who have their dirty laundry in the background. Uh, thankfully, it has not been on a Wargaming YouTube channel, at least not yet. But I remember when I've seen it, and it's like you, you, you can't change the angle of that camera. You, you can't. You, you, we, we have to see it. We have to see your dirty laundry. I don't want to see your dirty laundry, man. And that's it for another edition of Speak Out and Play, the first episode of the new year. Thank you for listening. I have a Facebook and X page where I post new episodes and videos from my podcast and YouTube channel. Uh, plus, I will comment on those pages as well. So if you'd like to start a conversation, if you have any questions, those are great places to go. You can also comment on the comment section on my YouTube channel for this video. If you want me to talk about a subject or on the podcast, then, you know, please go ahead and let me know. I mean, that's why I'm here. And if you would like to support my efforts, I have a Patreon page where, for a small monthly fee, 
you can catch all the episodes at least 48 hours in advance. Thanks again for your continued support. The Speak Out and Play podcast is released on the Monday before the last Wednesday of each month with a YouTube video version coming out on the last Wednesday. And for the Seek Out and Play YouTube channel viewers, I will see you next Wednesday. And remember, if you see Sally, bring her all the way home.